We come today to Revelation chapter 8, and with it, we begin a new section within the book, chapters 8 through 11. This is a relatively short chapter, but it begins the revealing of the seven trumpets. Um, I mentioned in the overview and introduction that Revelation is divided into seven sections, and each section covers roughly the same uh, period of time, the entire period between the first and second comings of Christ, the period of time in which we now live. The sections typically end with visions of the end, the final outworkings of God's judgment of unbelievers and the salvation of believers. We also said that while the seven sections all run rather parallel to each other, covering the same period of time, there is also a certain amount of progressive revelation in each one of them. And we've come far enough into Revelation now to see some of that progression. At the end of the first section, that is chapters 1 through 3, we saw Jesus standing at the door and knocking. That's Revelation 3.20. At the end of the second section, we caught just a glance at the judgment of God, more of a more of a glimpse than we received in the first section, but still not the full revelation of it. See, that was Revelation 6.12 and following. Likewise, the third section that we begin with chapter 8, is dominated by the vision of the seven trumpets. These trumpets don't represent the full outworking of God's judgment, but the initial outworking of it and a stern warning of the full manifestation of it, which will be shown more fully in the vision of the seven bowls of God's wrath uh, in chapter 16. Well, as we move ahead in Revelation, the unveiling of God's wrath and judgment as as well as his redemption and salvation for believers will become increasingly clear and vivid. Um, so let's talk about the meaning of the trumpets. The chapter opens with an interesting scene. I suppose that could be put that on auto repeat in just about any chapter as an interesting scene. Um, chapter 8 opens with a transition between the, the seven seals and the seven trumpets. It, it transitions through... Um, the opening of the seventh seal, which gives rise to the unveiling of the trumpets. Uh, again, the seals represented God's protection of his children during the unfolding wrath and judgment of God. He, he seals those who belong to him. The trumpets will signal the start of God's judgment against sin and unbelievers throughout the period leading up to the second coming, which will commence the full outpouring of his wrath. When we, when we hear, read of trumpets, and later we read of bowls, um, keep in mind that, there, that there's a sort of an obvious uh, symbolism there, that trumpets blow and bowls are poured out. So trumpets are like a warning. They blow to warn people. The bowls is no longer a warning. It's the wrath being poured out. The prophet Ezekiel speaks of the city watchman who, uh, in Ezekiel 33, Verse 3, when he sees the sword coming upon the land, he blows the trumpet and warns his people. Therefore, there seems to be good warrant to conclude that these trumpets in Revelation have a warning function, and for that reason should not be interpreted as describing the full and final outpouring of God's wrath, since the final judgment of God will not uh, present an opportunity for repentance as a warning does. This, these seven trumpets are preliminary judgments, of God against a sinful world that should bring sinners to repentance so that they are sealed then and protected from the final judgment uh, that are represented by the bowls. 
they'll be, they'll be uh, sealed by the blood of Christ because of their faith and repentance in response to the warning. Well, the f- first trumpet blown uh, here signals judgments upon the land of the earth, like think natural disasters, because uh, it talks about hail and fire and uh, trees and green grass are all burned up, verse 7. The second trumpet signals judgments on the seas and oceans, while the third, um, the inland waters. The fourth trumpet makes especially clear that these judgments described are preliminary and not final in that they are described as affecting only a third of creation, verse 12. Not the whole of creation, just a third of it. It's, it's, like it's, it's, it's partial in nature. The, the final judgment will affect the full measure of creation. These are all calamities and judgments that will happen in a thousand different instances throughout the period of time between uh, the first and second coming of Christ. And they are all intended to make us consider our own frailty and come in humble repentance to Christ. Take notice of the fact that at the end of the chapter, there's an image of one repeatedly crying, Woe, woe, woe over the trumpet blasts of warning, verse 13. These are serious warnings to be heeded. Take notice also of the fact that at the beginning of the chapter, there's a 30-minute period of absolute silence in heaven before the first trumpet is blown. Why the silence? To reflect the amazement of the hosts of heaven at the terrible character of the coming judgment. See, for other examples, uh, Habakkuk 2.20 or Zephaniah 1.17 or Zechariah 2.13. Nothing in our current world is meaningless. Everything is intended to bring us to Christ and to save us from the full and final judgment that is certain to fall upon the whole of creation as we know it now. And those are just a few thoughts from uh, Revelation chapter 8.